Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Serge BT Radio with your host, Bon and Josh. Hello, Joshua. How are you, Bonnie? <laughs> I'm, uh, sorry, guys, I just had the biggest sneeze. I was like, we started recording. I was like, no, stop, I'm about to sneeze. Yeah, these things, the professional life of podcasters. It is, you know, because we're so <laughs> <laughs> professional. <laughs> Too funny. Oh dear, what's going on? Oh, not much, just <laughs> sitting back in the office doing our weekly podcast. I have yes, missed this. We have. We did plan to do podcasts while we're away, but what happened? Uh, travel happens. Travel happens, yeah. Uh, we, we had a couple of opportunities. We were looking at maybe doing one on the train. That didn't happen. No, it was too loud. And then I was looking to do one when we were in... Um, we should have got Coach Peppy on the train. Yeah, there was a few people that we yeah. could have interviewed, but we'd... We when, also needed to have a holiday. Yeah, and we What's know that? that yeah, <laughs> that's what we're slowly recovering from now. So yes, we're back, and we had our first sessions yesterday. And oh, it's so good to see everyone. Everyone was happy to be back, oh, which is I've great. Missed you all. I have missed you all. Sounds like the six AM crew doesn't need me, so no, that's great. They, having... they just want to keep doing renegade roads, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they love them. Love them. And ball slams. Yeah, sorry about that, neighbours. <laughs> but these things happen. Yes. Um, so, this morning we thought we'd just give a bit of an overview on sort of the last two weeks. Um, some pretty impressive things have happened by Bon. Uh, and, and Josh, like what about your rapper friends? Yes, That's I did. Super <laughs> I did make some friends in Manhattan about three hours before we flew out. Otherwise, I might be in an MTV video clip by now. <laughs> If we were still in the country. So um, that was very entertaining for Bonnie, not so much for <laughs> And the me. monk, the monk kept attacking you, didn't yeah, he? So, that was very funny. Um, so we thought today, without bragging, we thought we'd give a bit of an overview of uh, Bond's comp, the lead up, um, Coach Nat's performance and uh, plate loaded performance by Josh. Um, And for anyone, just quickly, there needs to be a clarification on anyone that's been following Bond's Instagram stories whilst we've been away and thinks that I can't take a photo. (laughs) I have did explain it to a few people yesterday. So what happened was that in Spain last year, Josh got overtaking photos of me. So many photos. That he took a photo of the wall as a gag. And I was like, what? And he's like, ha, 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 so funny. And I'm like, photo by Josh. And then, and it was funny. So it was kind of a bit of a keeping up with the Joneses with how many photos you could post while you're away because of all the other Masters athletes were, that were away. Yep. And it was just kind of our take on not getting involved in that kind of thing and just kind of keeping it all really light. Um, some people do believe that Josh can't take a photo. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> like, oh I'm getting messages like, can he not take a photo? People were getting very angry. They're like, come on, let's do this shit. Because they were following the stories to, to see what we're up to and to see um, what we're seeing and stuff. And all they were seeing was like my leg and all my half of my head. So I figured I'm just going to piece them all together. It might make a calendar, which would be fantastic. <laughs> Um, and the standard response was, Josh is now available for weddings, um, which people were like, what? <laughs> so anyway, so that was just our little gag while we're away, just to keep level with the social. Yeah, thing. and the fact that I think as everyone that's had holidays and has travelled appreciates, you run out of um, sleep pretty quickly. Um, that can become a really difficult thing to catch up on. And so in order to sort of not crack at each other and be able to laugh and have a good time 
uh, silly things like that are really important. Um, and meeting rappers, super important. Yeah, that, that's probably a, that's a, that's a story I'll let you tell. Um, but the first week of the of the yes. trip was all about um, stuff. Was about getting Bond ready for um, worlds and being in the best position possible to perform at her absolute best on the day. Yeah, I didn't have to worry about eating any croissants because um, Plate Boy and Coach took that bullet. There was none left by the time I got to them anyway. Nat might be small, but she does smash she, a croissant. She smashed like croissants so far and Though, so the entire idea, but we also realised that it's not very often that you get an opportunity to go see new places. So what mm. we didn't want to miss out on things but we then made smarter choices whilst we're away and that's something that we think everyone can do yes enjoy the going out and experiencing things but if you if you are um, working towards a goal it's not eating croissants seven out of seven mornings it's eating croissants three out of seven mornings and having having a good choice for a couple of other days and Um, you don't have to get fries with everything um yeah oops whoops (laughs) whoopee um so you know a a lot of people warned me about the food in america and canada and the food was actually really good it was really easy to navigate um you just obviously standard dressing on the side um can i change that for salad with no dressing can i get veggies instead of chips yeah yeah chips is not actually what you think as well in them like i found that out when we're potato chips in a bag yeah they've opened the bag and just tipped it and they're like there's your vegetables i'm like oh my god yeah this is different yeah the seasoning is the vegetable um lick it (laughs) so so we spent some time in toronto and then we we planned our, our movements to catch a train so that we didn't have to fly again which got bond's body ready to lift and also meant that she wasn't necessarily holding water so we didn't have to worry about weight as much when we got to Montreal yeah there was um, another lifter who put a well, she held on to a kilo and a half um which she has never done before so yeah. that was an interesting experience for her so she dropped that 12 hours out yeah and that was like that added a level of stress to yeah. to her and to her credit she handled that she did really well uh really really well and, and her husband he did a good job too yeah, so they, they were... Um, Just, I think they walked 20 k's, didn't they? Yeah, and um, that was... They did everything that they... Everything by what we would have thought would be by the book yeah. um, to get it right, and she went out, and then despite the, the turmoil of the, the, the previous hours beforehand, um, she went out and performed on the on the biggest stage exceptionally well, and I was really proud of Yeah, she ended up second, which was Yeah, really, she won a silver, so... Yeah, that was super good. Really impressive. Um, so we get to sort of couple of days out coach nat arrives um and training i'd say bar's feeling not fantastic but not horrible what was that fair like in the training hall i thought i was doing all right but obviously not (laughs) (laughs) it's heavy (laughs) um so the first time i lifted in toronto um not toronto you can drop the t because otherwise you're too much of a tourist thanks kate um was at a good life globo gym yeah and i could they only had 20 kilo bars so that was super interesting and it was in pounds so i had no idea what i was really lifting um so we kind of ballparked it and that was okay i didn't really have to do much but my big work day was when i was at a crossfit box we were in a crossfit box in toronto Mm. um excuse me and i did my first clean and i was just like Mm. shit (laughs) 
<laughs> what have I done? What are we doing here? Like, this is not, not going to plan. So it was the second day we were there. Um, and then the next time I trained was in the training hall. And there's just something magical about the training hall. Um, you're there with all the other lifters from around the world. Um, I was lifting next to the first place, the first ranked lifter from America, Kay Mighty. Um, she was checking me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this story before. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, we met Coach Pepe. So yep. Coach Pepe is a Filipino. Yes. Well, he was like a plus 105 kilo athlete. Yeah, yeah. He, was the, he was the little guy in the 109s and he was doing his, um, his working sets were of five at 120 kilos for his snatch. They didn't have enough bumpers for him pretty yeah. much. He was stealing them from everywhere and we was just, we met him, he was on the train with us. Yeah, so, um, yeah. we didn't know. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool to live, like you just experience, you just got to embrace it. Um, yeah, cause the training hall's like bit of a rundown the training hall was sponsored by bunnings like it was put together it was like the the quality of the bars was exceptional but everything else um was homemade it was platforms that were just bits of plywood screwed together um it was all safe and well laid out but it was um as sort of gangster squat racks as you could get and it was very very um simplistic in what you needed but everybody from what it's the atmosphere that makes us train yeah, all special, not the gear. You know exactly right, and that's the same when it comes to training. Like, does it really matter what it looks like? Like, it's mm-hmm. more about the experience that you have. And what was really cool about the training hall is that they had special needs people running it. Yeah, they were cool, and they were really cool. So towards the end of it, they started to relax and um, enjoy the job and try to make money off people. I think they were trying to charge yeah, people five bucks. That, that, <laughs> yeah, so you normally have to hand over your accreditation to get the um the change plates so the the one to one and a half kilo plates the little ones because Because people steal them people tend to take them with them um though they probably weren't going to steal these ones because they were um metal metal whereas the ones in the um warm-up area for the comp were alico which are exceptionally expensive Mm. plates there um and the leaders in the world of weightlifting for that brand but yeah, those guys really, um, they were charging, they tried to charge Nat um, five bucks a plate. Uh, Nat nearly paid as well until yeah. they started laughing at her, which was fantastic. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, once they saw they really started to own what it was about. So, so yeah, it was really, and they were also in the warm-up area um, yeah. out the back of where the main platform, and they took their job really serious about keeping the barbell clean, keeping... Which, because it gets a build up of chalk, um, keeping the platform, they were sweeping the platforms and yeah, stacking all the cool. weights, and it was really cool. So it was nice to go into a venue that was really well organised, and it was clean. Mm, very clean. Yeah, it was good. So then we had game day. Yes. So game day started with how did it start? With some eggs and a coffee, yeah. and you guys had some croissants. <laughs> So standard. Standard, standard day. Um, so my weigh-in was at 11.45. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we just we just chilled. We went for a walk in the morning um, yep. and then just moseyed on. We stayed probably about a 10-minute walk from the venue, which was really cool. So we walked to the venue. Um, I weighed in with about 40 other people, which was just so different to Hawthorne, mm-hmm. um, especially to Australian comps. Um there were some that didn't turn up, which was pretty shitty for the organisers. 
Yeah, and really disappointing, I think, from an observer's point of view, that given the there was a they made a big deal about saying that we're gonna only accept ten I, per category yeah. and then for two not to turn up meant that two others that were probably willing and able and could have turned up, yeah. they got they got denied the opportunity to participate. And I think that that was really um, a bit unfortunate as well, um, because you would have liked to have seen as many um, as many people, like the full list of ten competing. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, and then we just got we got there. We got our platform, and we just hung out, um, made friends with the Canadian. Everyone was really cool, calm, and really uh, happy. It was a really yeah. relaxed considering. And then when it when it started, it was game on. It was like the biggest game of chess being played out the back. Everyone was changing lifts. Everyone was changing their numbers. You didn't know what, like, it was all over the shop. Um, it, would been, it would have been a really frustrating spectator um, yeah. to not see what out the back. The, where the game of uh, or the, all of the strategy of weightlifting happens is in the, the numbers that get put up. So um, we can explain that probably in more detail to people when watching a competition, but it's really hard to do yeah. um, if you're just seeing it and you're not sure as to, oh, why is Bond numbers changing? Why are they going up? Why is that person not out next? Why is, why is the order changing all the time? It's strategizing to put the pressure on the other person to then make them really have to come out and perform. Yeah, it's all mind games out the back. Um, so to the point where I'm like, I think I turned to Josh at one time, I'm like, can't they just stay where they are? I just want to go out and lift. Come on. Um, uh, no deal. This is how we play. No, we got to wait. Um, so yeah, so I opened quite low for my snatch. I just got really nervous. Um, so normally around 55 kilos, I know how we're going to, how it's going to go. Um, it's how 55 goes up, how nervous I am. And I just start to shake. So it just, it's so weird. Um, so I went out and did my 63, got in trouble by coach because I made it look too easy and I should have been doing that out the back. <laughs> but the important But we thing just needed to get a number on the board. Hit, yeah. We hit an opener so that we get the other five lists. Yeah. Um, and that's the key. So it's nice to have numbers that you want to hit, but the main thing is to just hit your openers so that you can keep playing. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, you don't do all that work to only do three lists. You do it to yeah. do six. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that everything else, you know, there's, there's a back to the drawing board, started training. Well, I was training in the hotel gym when we were, when we were away. Seeing some bicep curls and stuff. And some yeah, once we got to New York. Yeah, like just hanging out in the dungeon. So that was cool. We had like 50 treadmills. Mm. Um, so that was cool. So, yeah, yesterday I started back. Yeah. Right, and then we, I think it's six weeks, so we go to Canberra. Yes, yeah, so we'll go to Senior Nationals. We'll go yeah. take the young people on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's your takeaway for a successful travel to to continue to move? What, do you, what, would, what so, would be your Oh, okay, tip? so the tips are two. Eight, stay hydrated. Yes. So a lot of the time you're tired, so you go for that sugary snack, just like everyday life. Um, but you're actually just dehydrated. So you might find that you start drinking five to six liters of water a day. We're walking some days up to 20 Ks yeah. and just forgetting to drink because we're too busy walking. And, you know, the toilets are actually really clean. The public toilets, I couldn't get over how clean they were. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Like, and then I came home and went to the toilet in the parking drawing and I was like, oh my gosh. 
like we this can learn a bit from over there. Um, so yeah, so staying hydrated, yep. making smarter food choices. So in the morning, um, so after comp, the you know we would have a really good breakfast. So we'd have eggs, like a cooked brekkie, um, and that would keep that would keep me going for most of the day. And then around four or five o'clock, we'd be looking for something else to eat. Um, and coach just told me just keep your protein up so it, it's great to have carbs but just if you can get more of a pro, more protein into you that's better as well yeah i think that we probably we actually probably dropped down to two, two meals, meals a, a day, day yeah. and some snacks yeah and we just made sure that the quality of those two meals were like the quantity and that we were we were seeking out good options for breakfast yeah. to start the day and then, which was odd because we were eating a lot later in the morning than we normally would yeah. because you just accept that your your day just transitions instead of getting up at mm-hmm. five, you're getting up at nine. So breakfast is at maybe 10. Yeah. And so, I, well, I don't need to eat again until four o'clock because yeah. I normally eat at six and I eat again at 12. I don't actually need, like if I'm eating at 10, the six hour lag is actually four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. So we have an early dinner, like an old person, and then we might have a snack on the way home, if anything. But not only that, we didn't actually drink that much alcohol while we're away. No, and, and that I makes think, it easier to make good choices as and well. And I think that had a huge effect on everything, um, our moods, um, the energy levels that we had the next day, um, also the finance side of things, like the budget didn't blow that out. Um so yeah, so we steer clear to that. Like I think we might have had just one drink with tea. Like I, I did sporadically. Yeah, I would. And that was enough. Like I didn't want to feel even more dehydrated or feel like shit the next day and just waste the day. Yeah, I think that like if it's a short trip and it, like in reality ours was mm. three really like you could break ours into three small trips. Mm. Um, yeah, losing half a day hungover seemed like the worst idea in the world. Yeah. And so, yeah, re- not saying deny yourself a, a beer, but if you've had a couple and you, you're like, well, I'm only drinking now because I've started drinking, is that really the reason to continue drinking? Or go, oh, I think, yeah, maybe the night we went to the theatre, we had a few drinks, um, I had a few at the baseball, but nothing over the top. Mm-hmm. And if you're catching public transport and you've had too many drinks, it's not necessarily going to be a fun experience for yeah. you, so... And if, if you've got to walk, like, if you've got to yeah. walk three or four k's to get home, then maybe, yeah, make that choice not to... Mm. But, again, each to their own. Like, if, you, yeah. if you're if you going away to have relax and unwind, then maybe... But I think, yeah, that was the biggest key, was just staying hydrated. Yeah. And then just staying hydrated. And the only other advice I would have is um, that be ready to walk and have footwear that is capable oh take a few pairs of good shoes um we got there and the first day we hit the town and in toronto and we did 15ks without even knowing that we did 15ks we probably would have only done 12 if we hadn't walked the wrong way for a k yeah that was my fault get your shit together josh yes um but (laughs) well what can i say anyway uh, now we're back we're looking forward to yeah catching up with everyone for the rest of this week we've got a couple of things that we've seen other in other gyms and whilst we've been away that we're going to look to continue, look to implement between now and Christmas, both in terms of programming but also some activities and things like that as well. So there's plenty of things on the horizon over the next three to six months. 
Yeah, oh, there's Christmas coming. As well, so we're going to be doing some things in the lead up to that and then into the early new year as well. So yeah. watch this space for a few things that we're looking at potentially launching as we're getting mm-hmm. into the silly season to help everyone get through. Yeah, and now that day, like the mornings are so bright. That's what I've noticed since we've gotten back. The days are getting longer, so we're going to be, people are going to be wanting to move more. Uh, so let's just embrace it and have some fun with it. Excellent. All right. So Thanks for having us back. See you guys. We missed you. Remember to stay brave, stay wise, stay kind. Catch ya. Bye.